Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. As we celebrate this holy moment in the history of the Chapel of the Cross in Madison, let us keep in mind all the many times that we had to adapt. Let us keep in mind the many times we had to adapt and consider and discern the ways God was calling us to be the church. Let us consider the many times we had to reach out to God in prayer to begin a meeting of a building committee. Let us consider the many times we had to lift up in prayer our concerns in the process of raising money. Let us lift up and keep in mind the many times we had to perhaps reorient our own expectations. And remember the many times, the many times that we had to over and over again turn it over to God and admit that we were powerless, admit that this was God's doing and God was directing us to adapt to the needs of this community. And that is precisely what is going on in our scripture reading this morning. In particular, the scripture reading from the Acts of the Apostles. It's in the first chapter. And we're told that the apostles are in a position where they need to call another apostle. They got to replace Judas. And Peter is directing this process. And remember, keep in mind that Peter is brand new in his new leadership role. He's still probably dealing with some of his own grief over the loss of his friend Jesus. Also still wondering how he got elected to this particular role. And still trying to learn and trying to adapt and trying to figure things out. But acknowledging that someone needs to step up and someone needs to be called to step up. And so they choose two two men. Justice is one and Matthias is the other. And, uh, and it's very important to fill that 12th spot that Judas, Judas has relinquished. It's very important to fill that because of the fulfillment of Scripture and 12 tribes of Israel, 12, 12, 12, and make sure that that is in place, but also just to see to the needs of the oversight of the early church as it's beginning to develop, beginning to adapt, and beginning to find uh, its own life. And so they, they 
they do what you know any number of us might do if we were in a situation um, where we had to pick one person or the other person to do a particular task, they, they essentially flip a coin. Now, important to realize that the casting of lots in that first century world was not something out of the blue. It was probably a, um, you know, they flipped a coin, drew a short straw, you know, may have even been throwing some bones, literally, not dice, but actually bones, and which one came up. To, that that was how they ultimately selected Matthias over justice. Um, but don't, don't worry about justice. He got nice parting gifts. Um, and it wasn't Lee press on nails or anything like that. It was, uh, actually tradition tells us that, um, you know, I joked at the early service that he was probably given a, uh, um, uh, an honorary degree from a local seminary, but, the, um, but tradition tells us that he got elected bishop in a neighboring diocese, so. So he would, if, he, if that's the case, he would have gotten the honorary degree as well, I can attest to that, so. <laughs> Anyhow, don't, don't, don't worry about justice. His, his, uh, he was taken care of. Matthias was, was, was the one who was raised up to be the next apostle. And also, don't worry about how that took place. Don't worry about whether it took place of the throwing of dice. Don't worry about whether it took place of the flip of a coin or how that lot was chosen. Because we're told before they did that, they did what God's people are supposed to do. They stopped and they prayed. They stopped and they prayed and they offered it up to God. Friends, that's a discernment process. That's what we do. We offer these things up to God and we say, Lord, direct us. Lord, lead us. Lord, guide us. They turned it over to God. And God gave them Matthias. Now, I want to go ahead and throw this out here so that nobody blames the bishop for this. Um, I would never suggest this strategy for anyone going to the boats to play craps or something like that, okay? To offer up a prayer and expect God to deliver the, you know, the, the, the numbers. But, but I would offer up and believe that we are called as the body of Christ to turn things over to God and allow God to direct us. I believe we are called to turn things over to God and say, God, where would you have me be next? I do believe we're called to turn things over and say, God, how can we be the body of Christ? And how are you calling us to be the body of Christ at this time in Madison, Mississippi? And that's really what has taken place over a number of years here at the Chapel of the Cross, was that adapting adapting to the needs, looking for what the needs are, looking at the people, the community, the body of Christ in this place and saying, Lord, how are we called to do this? How are we called to do this? How are we called to be the body of Christ? And how would you have us offer this up to God's people? And that's what's taken place. Through prayer and discernment, the people of God came together. 
through prayer and discernment, they shared a vision of a new place to worship. They shared a vision that became a mission to build the place, a mission that included fundraising, included design work, included building committees, I suspect painstaking building committees. I've been on those before. I know what it means. Included vestry, included the standing committee of the diocese, included all these different pieces where God's people came together and said, yes, yes, yes. This is what we need to do. This is where we are being led. And this is how we're being called to follow God at this moment. And along with that vision to build this place comes the vision for the next chapter, or it gives way to the vision for the next chapter, which is how are we going to continue to reach out from here? Who are we going to tell? Who are we going to invite? How are we going to be the body of Christ? How are we going to continue to adapt to the needs and continue turning it over and saying, Lord, here we are. Lord, send me. Lord, send us. Lord, help us to welcome the new folks into the congregation. Lord, help us to see those who have yet to hear about the good news. Lord, help us to share the body, share the blood, and become the body of Christ, ever expanding and ever adapting. A couple of few years ago, I learned of a church, an Episcopal church in, I believe it was in the Tennessee area, that was growing really quickly and had a lot of similar dynamics to Chapel of the Cross. And they, um, one of the things they were really stymied by was uh, the inability to, um, uh, to, to incorporate some of the newer members of the church into the leadership of the church. It was uh, becoming difficult because... Uh, They'd nominate folks who'd been around for five, six, seven, eight, nine years, that kind of thing, but they were still new. They were still new within the context of the life of this church. And, and they, they, they struggled with how to get these folks elected to the vestry, let's say, when they weren't as well known as others. And finally, they, they settled on a path that was um, uh, very different, very peculiar, um, but also very biblical, very biblical, in that they went and they decided that what they would do is each year, if they had four positions on the vestry to elect, they would nominate eight people. But they would get started on that 90 days. They would have the names of those eight people 90 days before the election in order to make sure that they had biographies of everybody, skill sets laid out for the for the voting contingency and for the people of the parish, that they had time for uh, parish forums for these folks to speak, time for these folks to uh, even have coffee sessions where they could sit around and talk about some of their visions and some of their dreams for the church. And then they would have an election. They would have election in the context of a worship service. And all of these were predicated on intentional prayer, intentional Bible study in the midst of that prayer time. And then they'd have the election in the context of a worship service. But the election wasn't really an election. 
It was the drawing of lots, just like the Bible tells us. And they actually put the people's names in, the, in a hat. Uh, maybe it was a fishbowl, I don't know. Offering basin, that would probably make sense. They reached in, took out four names, and those were the new vestry people. A daring proposition, a risky proposition, something that you, you can imagine would set people on fire, something that I'm not sure that I'd be brave enough to do if I was the rector of a parish, to be really honest with you. But they turned it over to God, and God delivered for them four new vestry people in that manner. They turned it over, and they said, God, come on in and take charge. God led that adaptation, that moment of expanding how they do things and led them through that process. Friends, as we proceed with the ministry of the Chapel of the Cross, be ever mindful, ever mindful of the good work that you've done. And now be ever mindful of the good work that this work has given you to do. And the vision that was applied to building this place and the mission that was created in doing that should be the first chapter that would lead to the next chapter, which is, again, how do we continue to expand the walls of the church into the community at large? How do we continue to welcome people in? How do we continue to be the body of Christ? The body of Christ has always adapted. Always adapted. And it's always made room for others. And it's always figured out how to call up leaders and how to reach out to the community at large. And that has always been predicated on turning it over to God and trusting God. You trusted God, and I say, well done. And I'm so excited about the ways that you will continue to trust God in the future. If the one thing that the Chapel of the Cross in Madison has shown me is resiliency. Resiliency to deal with a changing environment that has seen this area grow dramatically. Resiliency to come together as a faith community and share, celebrate your relationships as gosh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago when William Fanning's funeral hold each other up and lift each other up in the midst of some of the most challenging and difficult things. Well done to all of you. And I look forward to saying well done again as we confirm people in a few minutes and as we confirm in the future. And I'm excited. I'm so excited about what God has put here and what the Holy Spirit is pressing all of you to do. Thank you for turning it over to God and thank you for continuing to do that as we push forward into the next chapter. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.